guys. This is, um, I don't even care what episode anymore of A Few Points from Perfect Podcast. I'm Jason Workslot. You're, uh, what are you today? I'm going to be Mr. Dirt Perfect today. Again, okay. Michelle's over here. and um, <laughs> I've been called a lot worse, sir, so I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, we're going to go around the table and talk about who we've got here. And Yeah, we got a full house again. So, next. Officer Hoover. I always want to say the one and only yeah. Officer Hoover. There is only one. <laughs> <laughs> At least that I know of. I am Ed from Full Tilt Grading. I am Brandon from Full Tilt Grading. And I'll say the one and only Aaron Boone, man behind the scenes. It's nice it, hat, Aaron. Yeah, that is a nice hat. Oh, wow. Look at this, guys. That's nice. I see this truck out here. Had a full tilt grading decal on the door. I was like, hey, I like that truck. I gotta give me something. You opened the door and went in the goodie bag. And this explains why Brendan's not wearing a hat. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a little mud on his on his pants from you pushing him down and taking his hat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so, anyways, you, in this uh, in this episode, we got uh, Ed and Brandon have have traveled in. We got uh, a little YouTube thing going on here in Derby again. So, uh, we'll start off by kind of learning a little bit about you guys and and well, how'd you get started in business? How'd you end up on YouTube? You guys can go back as far as you want to. Probably uh, um, Ed, start with you. Kind of, you started off with your dad and kind of yeah. transitioned into your own thing. He he started in business in 1969, and uh, I was born in '70, and. Uh, from the time I was old enough to walk, really, I've been going with my dad in a dump truck um, at like three years old. Had a little steering wheel on my car seat in the dump truck, <laughs> and I'd go to work with him every day. Now, Logger Wade tells the same story, and we always says, well, that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, uh, I, you know, I loved going to work with him. Um, it was great. I mean, by the time lunchtime would roll around, I'd have both our lunches eaten that my mom would pack. Uh, I mean, occasionally we'd stop for Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts and uh, I'd have all those eaten by the time we'd get home, you know. Um, so I was a little porker <laughs> as a kid. But um, yeah, so then, you know, every, every summer vacation, every break or whatever i would work with my dad now are you uh are you an only child or do you no have... i have an older sister and a younger sister which both have two kids each and i don't have so any. you're the only boy out of the family yeah, then so yeah. you're the one that showed the most interest in the business yeah yeah i mean uh and you know i i just uh i mean there was times where i was like oh man i gotta go to work but my dad always said he said if i you know i had a son and i will not have raise a son that does not know a trade this is the trade that i know so this is a trade you're going to learn, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so, you know, there was times growing up that I didn't really like it. But then when I, I uh, you know, got a little older, I, I really enjoyed it and uh, decided to, you know, when I graduated, started working with them full time. And we actually bought two new pieces of equipment. The first two new pieces of equipment we ever bought the year I graduated. And it was a 655 loader and a 410 C backhoe, four wheel drive. Really? Yeah. Now, neat. what was the what was the primary type of work you guys did? Like, what um, was there? a lot of home builder type work and uh, homeowner work, where you know French drains, septic systems. That's why I will not put a septic system in again in my life. I put <laughs> so many in. Uh, I I can't stand septic systems, new or used. But um, yeah, we did that stuff, and then as as we grew. We got into like doing full development work and then site work uh, where we go in raw land, you know, and, and do all the pipe work, all the dirt work, um, the whole the whole nine yards. So, 
But uh, and then the housing market crashed in 2006. Uh, I went to work for a company uh, at first just as a subcontractor, and my dad actually had a heart attack at that time. So uh, doctors told him he needed to, you know, take a little time out for a year. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, went to work for another contractor for a year. Knew that I was not cut out to be an employee because I did not like to ask permission to do <laughs> to get a tire fixed. Right. You know, I, I tires flat. You know, from, you're from, get a, fixed. from a business owner's standpoint, it's so frustrating because you see all the wasted time and effort that goes into making that decision. Yeah. But then the flip side of it is you got to have a, a channel to make that decision, and it's just you do. But it seems like everybody's afraid to make a decision yeah. and spend a penny. You know, yeah. they're too worried about the, the nickel. Spend, spend $100 to, to protect yeah. a penny. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, tripping over dollars, picking a penny. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would have a full crew standing on the job waiting for an answer on whether or not we could get a new tire. And that's not productive. So just to, just to recap, your, your dad had some health issues. Yep. Um, the economy was kind of going downhill. Yep. So that's what you kind of, that's, that was the first time you kind of ventured off from the family business and started, yeah. yep. started doing anything outside of the, yeah. the family stuff. Yeah. I, um, after, I guess it was like 12 months, I gave him a two weeks notice, uh, the January 2nd. And the guy said to me, he's like, are you crazy? You could just ride out the winter here, your salary. And I said, that's not how I was raised. That's not who I am. I'm, I'm leaving. And I had bid three jobs for that company because I ran the excavation for that company. I bid three jobs for that company, and uh, and we ended up getting two of them. <clears throat> and the guy called me up. He's like, look, would you come back and uh, do these jobs? I said, absolutely. I'll, I'll work through the winter, but I'm not going to sweep floors in the shop yeah. just to burn up money. Right. So uh, and then April, uh, come April, I, I left and went out on my own as full tilt grading. Mm -hmm. So that so. was April of 2008. Eight. Eight. Okay. Yep, April 2008. I went on my own. Uh, I bought my first mini excavator, a 303.5 CCR. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I, you know, I had a bulldozer and a backhoe. And I was going to uh, try and just subcontract myself out to larger companies, which I had done with my dad in the past. Um, and uh, the economy was so bad that... that Nobody really needed me at that time, mm -hmm. so the mini excavator was just kind of a way for me to do odd things, you know. Uh, so so I work. guess I guess my question was: whenever you you took off down the full tilt grading route, you really didn't have a direction you wanted to go. You were just nope. kind of whatever the work showed up. Yep. See, I can I can relate to that a lot because I started my business in two thousand eight. Mm -hmm. I wanted to take off down the excavating route, and the, and the work wasn't there, and that's how I ended up doing the construction route. It was right. just you kind of did what you had to do to make exactly, the ends meet. Exactly, I knew I was capable and willing, and uh, I just you know, figured I'm just going to do it, you know? Uh, and, and that's what you have to do, anybody that wants to start a business. I mean, if you're capable and you're willing to work hard, you're going to make it. You right. just got to – I can remember sitting down, not having any work – and opening up my job book, and in the back of my job book, I just wrote down a list of names of people that I could potentially call and see if they had any work. So I went down that list, and I made those phone calls mm -hmm. to each of those people I had written down. And the one guy, uh, Bachman Paving and Excavating, called me. I, I, I just got done my last job that I had. It was a small job, and I came home, sat down out back. I said to my wife, I'm like, well, that's it. It was August. I'm like, I have nothing else to do. I've got payments. I've got nothing else to do. 
I put these phone calls out because I saw this coming. And that day, Fritz Bachman called me up and he said, hey, he's like, uh, my son's told me that uh, you called and you're looking for some work. I said, yeah. He goes, can you have your dozer in New Britain tomorrow morning? I said, yes, I can. I called my dad up. We moved my dozer because he could at least do that at the time. Now, is your dad still doing work? Yeah, he's no. 74 and, and works every day. In fact, this last year. I'm, I'm talking about at this time, back whenever you were getting started. He was still doing he it. Was, he, was, he was coming back into it, but, I mean, he had but just. he was winding down. So, it, yeah. so it, like, he didn't view, you guys didn't view each other as competition. No, there, there was not no, at all. No not animosity all. In, there. In fact, he had some jobs at the time where I'd go and help him. And I guess the me. I guess the ultimate question that I'm going to ask because I don't fully understand. I'm sure it makes sense to you is why didn't you take over his company versus starting your own? Because I did not want to. We had a lot of employees when I was with my dad, mm -hmm. and that didn't work for me. I'm too hands on. I'm too. If I'm going to do the job and tell you it's done right, I'm going to know because I did the job. Right. And I, I so employees don't work for me. I'm too controlling and Brandon will tell you that. I'll chime in there. Ed is one of the most meticulous people you ever yeah. yeah. It, it is not right for the customer until it's right for me. Right. You can say to me all day long, Mike, that's good enough. I'm happy with that. If I'm not happy with it, I'm no, going to keep going on my dime. I get that. I respect you know? I that. Mean, yeah. it just, that's just how I am. I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for me. And I mean, that may sound crazy to most people, but I'm, it, it's, it, I, I feel my work. You know, if it's not right, and Brandon can contest to this, I've made him tear a lot of stuff apart because it was not to my liking. We can just call you Captain Kleeman for right now. <laughs> and, it, and, and, I, and I do it on my dime, not on the customer's dime. Well, Ed and I are complete opposite when it comes to that. I'm messy, Ed's a clean yeah. freak. Yeah. Everybody but you know that there's some truth to that old uh, opposites attract yeah. type yeah. scenario, and and it's good because, you know, you kind of get you kind of get both sides of it. It yeah. forces you guys to find a happy medium. I'm sure you, you. I mean, I know you've got a lot more experience than you own the company, but I'm sure you picked up some stuff from Brandon. That, Absolutely. You I know, mean, he, he's a, he's a heck of a good mechanic. I mean, yeah. I can't do but half you, of the things. You he know, does. Uh, I'm not quite as old as you, so I don't want to throw myself completely yeah. in that thing. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> Uh, I've got guys that come to work for me that are older and younger than me, and I never look at their age. There's always something to be gathered. You know, a guy shows up yeah. on a job site, he can have a whole new perspective on everything you got going on. And uh, I, I spend a lot of time studying people, you know, like, yeah. how's he thinking? I, I'll see Matt pushing dirt, and I'm like, what's he going to do when he gets to that corner? You know, let's see, yeah. it. Let's yeah. see how he goes about this, yeah. you know, or or digging, like, where's he going to put that dirt? Is it going to be in the way? Is he thinking far enough ahead to yeah. do that? And, and sometimes they'll surprise you. Yeah. You know, that uh, you just get in such a pattern of doing stuff all the time that you start taking stuff for granted. Yeah. So Another uh, thing I'd like to say, like, Ed before me and, like, beginning of me was very, like, frowned upon young people. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I, I did not give young people the time of day. <laughs> and then you met me, and now to this day, like, People that are young. I give them more of a shot. And people, like, yeah. young people are very receptive to Ed. Like, we guys to help us. Young guys listen to whatever Ed says. Yeah. And before it wasn't like that, Ed had a lot of problems with that. Because of me, I think Ed understands how young people think, you know? Yeah, yeah. and it's easy to stereotype that whole group or generation, yeah. too, unfairly, because they're not all all, yeah. all the same. Well, I mean, and but... But a guy like Brandon is also one in a million, you know yeah. what I mean? You don't find a guy like this. Don't worry, we... 
as young people, stereotype you old folks. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Great hair. I'm not for sure if I like this being in the old folks category. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean. I'm on the line. I'm in between. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I, consider, I, I still consider myself, you know, a young guy at, I, I, at that I age. think back now, thinking I've been in business, you know, 15, 16 years, and I'm like, I remember people used to be bragging about that, and I'm like, wow, they made it. And I'm like, I'm still not sure if I made it or not. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of miss the days when I was in my 20s when, when people would come out on the job and be like, like amazed yeah, by what I did, yeah. you know, and now if we don't do it, yeah, they like, just expect yeah, it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. We, me and Josh were having that conversation one day that, you know, we were 23, 24, 25 years old building these million dollar homes and people were just flabbergasted by it. Now here we are, you know, I'm almost 40 doing the same thing. They're yeah. like, yeah, we know. Well, yeah, you, you better be there, able to know? do it. <laughs> well, when we left, you know, we went through a company for a while. Um, people were always impressed by what I could do with Red, you know, because of my age. Yeah, you know? yeah, he expected it from me. Yeah. So um, you're on this full tail grading kick now. I mean, I know you talked about how you you didn't really buy into your dad's company or take that over because of the structure of the employees. Right. I wanted to be a sole proprietor. So is is Brandon the only employee you've ever had? I don't. He's not an employee. He is a subcontractor. Subcontractor. Yep. He's a subcontractor, 100%. Now, I play that game a little work. bit too, but you guys have a boss employee relationship, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Um, I view him more as a partner, right. but I just have final say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Brandon is totally invested. If we don't have work a day, he's still at the shop. He's still, you know, working for the greater good of the next day or the right. next job. You know what I mean? Uh, we go and, and load materials and, uh, you know, he's doing that on his time. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to come, but right. he comes because... It's going to make his job the next day that much more easier. productive. I would say less know? of a, not so much boss. Like, I would say more, like, respect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, see, I, I've had that struggle, you know, whenever I had the, my construction business, we had multiple employees, you know, up to 10 or 15 at a time. Right. And now, with, like, man behind the scenes and, uh, and Captain Kleeman and, and even Matt, these guys that work for me, I'm kind of in the same boat. They're all basically subcontractors that work part-time when they can. They've all got other stuff that depend on the income, but I'm fortunate enough to be able to use them from time right. to time. And, from my side of stuff, it, the responsibility level goes way down, way down. You know what I mean? In, in the management level, it's a lot easier to manage one good person than it is. You can manage one good person and almost get the same out of them as you can five. Yeah. Well, I remember, I remember as a young person, I mean, you got to remember, I, I, I had a head start on most people. At 12 years old, my dad was dropping a backhoe off and saying, I need this electric main, Doug. I'll be back at the end of the day. At 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And 16 years old, I was digging house foundations on my own. My dad wasn't around. He'd come back at the end of the day, and we'd check it with the transit and see if I was right. Mm -hmm. But then I had all these employees when I got in my 20s that, you know, I would basically just bounce around and fill holes. Yeah, that's, that's a good point you I know? wanted to bring up because um, you described what I was getting ready to say almost to a T is whenever I grew and had all these employees – at this point, you can't do the job, mm. and sometimes it—I mean, it, not, I to, hated not it. to dis, not to disgrace anybody, but it takes two or three of you to replace you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then none of your time becomes billable. Yep. And it's that—that's what I always caution people when they want to scale a company. It's like that first jump is so big because you yeah. got to get to like fifteen or twenty employees to where you can really truly be managing and have a few key people and underneath you. And that's where we were. And it because didn't work you know we tried to make that jump a few times in the construction business and honestly we weren't we were never successful yeah well it, it, i think it takes a certain type of person 
to, to be able to have and manage a large company. Yeah. Um, you can't worry about every little thing. You got to put people in place you trust to do it. Yeah. I, I just, I just, you know, I just take everything on the chin. You know, I, yeah. I, it bothers me so much that, you know, I think that's why my dad had a heart attack because guy yeah. always ate healthy, never smoked, never drank. And doctors are like, well, stress, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And, you know, I always make the, uh, and Jason knows a little bit about this. I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but uh, I've got a lot of experience running some very large jobs, you know, five, 600 employees at a time. And uh, the Mike Simon or Dirt Perfect on those jobs versus what you guys see on yeah. YouTube is two totally different people. Well, if anybody wants to see how Mike can be in that, that mode, Go watch his videos on taking down that uh, that clay pipe factory. Oh, yeah. Because you will not see, you will not yeah. see a joking around, lighthearted man on those videos. You will see the serious Mike Simon on those videos. Yeah. <laughs> I get called out on that a lot. You know, I'm not taking stuff serious to do this, that, and the other. And people got to remember, I choose to film what I film. Right. And a lot of the serious stuff, I don't give a crap about YouTube. I give a crap about my crew and my equipment and what's yes, going on. Yes. And YouTube's the farthest thing from my mind at that exactly, point. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why they, I, I try to get it on there as part of the channel. And that and that video is probably a good example. I was not going to film that. Yeah. Um, Aaron, yeah. I mean, that's the only one I've seen of your videos that you have truly been, like, I mean, and you had to be. You, there was focused. no choice. Yeah. You were focused. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I had no desire to film that, not because it wasn't a cool video. It's that that wasn't my priority that day. My priority yeah. was to get that building on the ground safe and make sure everybody else was safe doing it. Yeah. And I didn't want to, I didn't want the distraction of a camera. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Aaron and Matt were on the job and they were just insistent we filmed it. And they actually started, we worked there till almost noon before we filmed the first clip. And the only reason I agreed to film any of that is the first two pieces come down uh, as planned, as predicted. Like we, the rest of them. It, it, it just went like, you clockwork. know, and I'm like, I, I I didn't feel comfortable by no stretch of the imagination, but I was I was I knew we had a plan. I knew we had a system. I knew we could predict what this deal was going to do. And it was it seemed to one right. went like the same as the other. And they, and they were secretly filming behind my back the right. whole time, right. which is why there's video yeah. of the whole. Yeah, thing. we talked to Aaron a lot about this yesterday. Yeah. You know how like that was serious, Mike, on that job. Yeah, well, but there's uh, what it's hard to find that balance, in my opinion. Of yeah, and that's why I've been on several stadium jobs since I've been doing the channel. Now, I've not filmed a single one of them, and that's why, because it is, Yeah. for one, I'll be the first to admit it, I'm an asshole. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. it is black and white, it is black and white, bam, 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 you say yeah. you're going to do this, by golly, you better, you better yeah. hold up to it. Yep. I don't know if I'd go that extreme. I, I really, I don't, because generally, in my opinion, an asshole doesn't have a purpose. A plan. <laughs> yeah. You are meticulous in what you want out of people, because they need to do this for the, the whole crew to succeed. Right. right, and I don't. Right. You're just high, holding someone to a standard that I think is, and I really being chipped away at. Yeah. I really think in this type of work, sometimes you got to put feelings aside. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You know, you, you do. just got to. You do. Yeah. You know, some things like Ed and I say things sometimes to each other that we probably yeah. shouldn't say out of anger. But at the end of the day, man, it's frustration. Gotta, yeah. You know, talk it out and come to a conclusion. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I um. So so that's why I can't really have employees. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I don't play well with others, I guess, because I would spend, I would spend my, all my nights going and putting a floor on a basement where I would go right. and, and regrade a house because the swales weren't properly graded. Not, not and, the way you would done it. Yeah. And, and, and I knew that 
like my dad was going to put that upon me because I was in charge. Right. You know, even as a young person, I was you in charge. The, you understood the responsibility of that position. Yes, exactly. And I knew what he expected. So, you know, I'd be out there till till eight o'clock at night working. Uh, you know, I mean, fifteen hours a day was a normal day. Right. Six days a week, and Sundays I'd help my dad bid and do paperwork. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, and, and it just. At 29, I think it was like 29 years old, I had a nervous breakdown. I just, I couldn't take the pressure of the customers, the employees, and the business anymore. All the same. You know, it just, it just got to be too much. I get that. I respect that. I've, I've uh, I never actually had a nervous breakdown, but I understand the pressures and of all that coming together. And it's hard. If somebody's not experienced that, it's almost impossible to describe because... Yeah. You know, everybody always sees one side of that, the customer side or the business side or the yeah. employee side, but you've got all three sides you got to uh, got, yeah. got to marry together there. I want to back up and mention one thing real quick. I know we've mentioned the stadium seat business multiple times in, in my career in that that's spanned uh, 16, 17 years now. That's something we should probably elaborate on at some point maybe. I don't know if that's a podcast everybody wants to hear. Yeah. I think we're getting to that for sure. We'll yeah, I've uh, I've worked in 15 major stadiums. Probably took an out. I think close that's to really. Aaron took us by uh, a place. Yes, yeah, I took out close to. It is uh, nothing less than amazing. <laughs> yeah, what and, and that which site is, looks which like. Which is crazy because I I have done some big jobs while I've been doing YouTube and I've not filmed the first two seconds junior, on it. Junior filmed one of them. Junior SOT Metalworks filmed some brief Texas. stuff on the Texas Rangers stadium job. Yeah. Um, I had the best intentions of studying or filming there, but I showed up on the job and, and just went into absolute. I showed up on the job a day late. They set the job up. First thing I walked in, everything's wrong, and I just. Right, went into yeah, it's, um, a mood. I mean, even if Dale was sitting here, which is the owner of the company, I'm like, you're, you're outside. I got to just leave. You know, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> he's trying to argue with me. I'm like, no. Yeah. There's a lot of stories that come from that business, too, that should be told at some point. Yeah, I'm famous in St. Louis for not the right reasons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Evidently, he doesn't know many famous people by face. I get on these, you know, I, yeah, I get on these stadium jobs, and the owner of the Chicago Cubs comes up and talks to him, and I'm telling him he's parked in the wrong damn spot. You yeah, gotta move, you need buddy. to move. And the security <laughs> guard's looking at me like I'm an idiot, which I was an idiot. He's like, you know, he owns the parking lot, right? And I'm yeah. like, well, he's still not part of the I mean, I don't care if he owns the parking he's lot. In my he's way. Me, I'm supposed to put seats there, and he's in my way. You know, it's Tell like, move. <laughs> right. Now, in, in, in his defense, um, he's a super nice guy. I yeah, mean, he, he did move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he did move, and yeah. he said sorry, and then I yeah. figured out who he was, and I'm like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, man, I get it. I'm yeah, like, right. see, I you can get along. People, people respect that, though. I mean, you're, yeah. you're there to do a job, yeah. and, and you're going to get it but done. But, yeah, those stories could go on for – those stories could go on for a week. Some of the shenanigans and some of the – it's – I look back on it, and it is mind-boggling, some of these stadiums and, and jobs we've done. But the uh, commenters will let us know if they want to know that. Yeah, this, yeah, this yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a full-tail podcast. So if you guys want to know anything about S&S seating and, and the stadiums I've worked in and, and some of the things I've done and seen, we'll have to. Well, I would like to know. I would uh, like to hear that. Comment below, can, Ed. Yeah, <laughs> I'll make sure I put a comment. <laughs> but anyways, back to, uh, back to Ed and the crew. So, um so Brandon comes along in the mix. So up until Brandon comes along, you're pretty much just doing your own thing by Work, yourself. Worked on. Well, I ended up getting into the uh, for the for the first. I, I worked for Bachman with my dozer. Ended up being six months worth of work. Which man, thank you for its Bachman and, and his boys for that. Um, and then after that, I got a phone call 
from a company that did work at Walmarts for storm management work, you know, storm drain management work. So I would uh, bid all my jobs. First time I really used a computer, you know, because I, I didn't learn how to use computers <laughs> in school, uh, was my wife showed me how to turn it on and off and to get these emails. And this company would email me pictures of inlet boxes or, or uh, retention basins or and whatever. What year is this? This is in 2009. So the picture quality that you were getting. Oh, it was. 2009 yeah. computer. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically, that looks like a building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'd get pictures of, of you know, inlets like through a, a bicycle safe crate, which yeah. you can appreciate that. Um, and I had to give a price to rebuild it. You know, and then I'd go on Google Earth, you know, and I'd zoom in and where this is in the parking lot or whatever. And I would bid these jobs and with my mini excavator and I had a dump trailer and my 2008 utility body. Mm -hmm. I would go out and I'd fix it. I could do one inlet a day, you know, because uh, I had to travel to do that. Right. So I got comfortable with the whole traveling. In the meantime, a friend of mine had been calling me for the last seven years, wanting me to do this work on cell towers. And I was like, why would I want to travel when I, I can work 15 minutes from my house on these big developments? So finally, he calls me in February of that next year. And, and, and the Walmart stuff had dried up because that company lost the contract. And he's like, hey, would you be able to come down and run a machine in Mays Landing, New Jersey, to dig in some grounding for a cell tower? And I said, sure. I said, but as luck would have it, I have my own mini excavator now. And... Uh, He's like, well, even better yet. He's like, I don't have to rent one. He's like, bring your machine. So I went down, did that work. One thing led to another. And before you knew it, 90% of my work was doing digging for this cell tower company. And um, they would always send the guys out to do the, the hand work. Then after I was comfortable with it, after a year or so, they would just send me a helper and I'm running the job. And then next thing you know, they wanted me to provide my own help and uh, so I did, a couple buddies of mine, and um, couldn't ever really find the right fit because I, I worked, that's how I got the name Full Tilt. I did not give myself that name. People always said, here comes Full Tilt, because I work Water. fast. If it's not fast, I don't like it. Like your 304, I would probably love that machine because you cannot build a machine fast enough for me. Uh, the faster, the better. When I run a dozer, it's full out. When I run anything, I, I go as fast as it can possibly go to get it done. When I work in the cell towers, I got to kind of throttle it down a little bit because it can get really expensive really quick. So then Brandon comes along dating my niece, and uh, he was working. He was, he was a foreman of a mowing crew and uh, wanted to do better, always willing to help me unload and load when I brought, came back to the shop if he was there with my niece at the pool or whatever. And uh, he was not the type of guy that just would sit around. Right. As soon as I pull in the driveway, he was out there helping. So uh, I'll let Brandon how, take how it. How old were you at this time, Brandon? I'm tw uh, 2021. 20, yeah. And the, the, comp the company I worked for before was actually Ed's brother in law. Yeah. You know, and then I remember sitting there, and remember the day Ed was like, I need more money. You know, yeah. and I, Ed's like, listen, go in there and ask for a raise. If he doesn't give it to you, tell me quit. Yeah. And this is to your brother-in-law? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so literally, I Well, agree. I mean, I, I knew what the... I mean, with every job, Mike, you've been around long enough. You know what the maximum pay is yeah. for that task. And I told him, I'm like, this is, th what are you doing? He told me what he was doing. I told him, this is the maximum pay for that task. I said, go ask for that money. If it, you're not worth it to that guy, tell me quit. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. You're either worth it or you're not. Right. You know? 
Shaq, exactly what I did. Quit my two weeks notice. <laughs> well, he gave you the money. He, he gave you the money. He did give me the money. And yeah. then he quit anyway. Yeah, I quit anyway. He did give me the raise, and then I remember I, I fired a guy. Yeah. And then my girlfriend, I was literally quit that day. Fired a guy, the boss flipped out on me, and I called my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, come pick me up. And that's Zach got in her car, and she took oh, me back to the shop. Is this your boss's daughter? No, that's no, 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 no. Different, oh, different brother-in-law. Different brother-in-law. Okay, yeah. different yeah. brother-in-law. Okay. Well, that would have been yeah. just yeah. Yeah. It's, her, it's her uncle though it's her uncle <laughs> okay yeah. so Your dad's a beep. yeah there's a lot of like family drama involved yeah. yeah you know and then uh fast forward a couple years i'm still working with ed you know and i'm ed tells me you know go out and get your insurance ed offered to pay for it so yeah. wherever you quit mowing grass that's when you went to work for Ed. yeah yeah, yeah. and ed offered to pay everything up front and i was like no nah, i emptied my bank account man he had 800 dollars in his savings account and that's I think his insurance was eight hundred and five dollars. Really? And, and I said, I said, I will front you this money and you can work it off. He's like, Nope, I want to do it on my own. Okay. Respect that. So he, he and did I had it. a little piece of junk, Ford Ranger, and I got to be honest, yeah. I came, my, that came from nothing, man. Yeah, he did. Like, he did. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, so fast. Um, I turned to sidetrack. <laughs> um, what was I just saying? Well, you got to, you got your insurance paid eight hundred five dollars. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so I do that, and then a couple years later, me and her break up um, for whatever reason, you know. And Youth. honestly, it helped Ed and I get really close. You know, I grew yeah. up without, I wasn't close to my dad. Right. Ed and I really just got close, I mean, pretty much right away, you know. Yeah. And really just kind of saw the world through the same, same eyes, you know, really yeah. the same, same opinions. Yeah. So, really, so would you of, see Brandon as a younger version of yourself? Yeah, it, it, he just didn't have the head start that I did. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's frustrating for me sometimes, like if he doesn't, if he can't perform, and he does, he operates equipment, but he will not form and film himself. Right. Like on the jobs, he'll run the equipment, but he, you know, he, he's like, he doesn't want to put that up, you know, because he doesn't, he sees what I do and he's not to that level. Right. So therefore he doesn't want to It don't stop know. Captain Kalima. <laughs> <laughs> but he like he put up a video of himself working cuz he does he does his own work on the weekends. Almost every weekend he works. And he put up a video and he showed the video to me and uh, he's like what do you think? And I said, "Well, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong." I said, "If you do not address these things, you are going to get slaughtered on YouTube by comments." <laughs> And he's like, you think so? I'm like, hey, yeah. Welcome to my world, Brandon. It's yeah. great. So he, <laughs> I've never dug a hole like yet. <laughs> here's what you need to do. You need to go on there, and in the beginning of the video, you need to talk about these things. Yeah. You know, put that's, it up that's, front. That's actually great advice. And, yeah. and so he went on there and talked about it. Of course, he did it in the morning. He was tired. So it sounded like I just beat him over the head with a shovel. <laughs> and, and, and I got killed on the comments. Did that he, Brandon? <laughs> but I did I was like, put it all on him, like, this guy's mean. Yeah. He's blink, like, blink once for yes. Blink Ed watched this video before I put it up, and he wasn't very happy. <laughs> like, and I mean, I got, I got killed on the comments, you know, because, uh, you know, I was, I was being mean, and, you know, we all have to start somewhere, and nobody understands that more than me. Right. Um, but at the same time, Mike, if, if, if you saw me loading a truck, sitting on the ground and I'm, lo I'm I'm taking material off of a pile and putting it on the truck you might say to me Ed what do you think about maybe crawling up on top of that pile oh, yeah. and working the pile into itself 
and loading the truck more productively yeah. rather than spinning 180 better, better degrees. Better visibility, less cycle times. You yes, know, exactly. Things. And that's all I, I said, but people lit me up. You know, they're like, oh, maybe Ed needs to go buy a 180 excavator. Or, you know, well, you deserve yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't everybody love spending yeah, your money? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I got to say, I mean, he, Brandon knows it. There's nobody that has his back more than right, me. Right. I mean, I yeah, would people, do anything for him. Yeah, and, and people don't always understand the dynamic of the relationship either. You know, they like to think yes. they do, and, and, and some people do, but it's not always – because that's hard to portray. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to watch a channel for a long time to really see the true dynamic and relationship. You yeah. can't get that from just one video. No, 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 no. But that was the only one he really put up of his own work, yeah. and it just – Well, uh, I was going to bring that up. I mean, I, we see Ed up in a lot, and I, from knowing you guys for a while, I know Brandon's no slouch. Right, But right. sometimes it's good to see a guy like Brandon operating because he's more relatable. There's more people on his level than there is your yeah. level. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So how does Brandon get from here to there? You know, that's good, good yeah. content. Well, I mean, he, you know, I, when he first bought it, he bought a machine. And uh, of his own, because I said, that's the only way. I'm like, you want to make more money? You got to take that leap. You know, risk, reward. Yeah. You have more risk, you're going to have more reward. Mm -hmm. So he would, on, on, on uh, weekends, he'd be out there with, with orange cones set up in the parking lot. And I'd say, make that boom go through that cone pattern as fast as you can. Start slow. And as you control it, and I'm telling you right now, as crazy as that may sound, oh, it helped. that made him 100% better operator. Mm -hmm. Like, it went to the point where... From doing that, like, I would always be worried if he was loading or unloading something off the truck with the excavator because he just didn't have that control. Right. Now, he could just, boom, he'd set it right on top of your head. Yeah. Because he got well, and, familiar and there, and with There's that. one thing about, you know, con controlling the excavator, but then there's also another thing of what your instinct's going to do whenever you get off balance or have a, an oh yeah. crap moment. Yes, that's when, exactly. That's, no, when, exactly. that's when drills yeah. like that and stuff really pay off. Yes, yes. yes. Being able to react to the machine. Yeah. Right. Now, I would say, I mean, I'm a young guy, but <clears throat> I mean, I've had it. I'm not saying I've had a silver spoon, but I've had it easier than most because of Ed. You know, I've met a lot of people through Ed that I'm surrounded by good people. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm if you surround yourself with good people, there's going to be a good outcome. But you've got to let yourself open to, 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 to absorbing that. You know, right. I mean, some people. They don't know they have a good opportunity. Like, like people don't understand. They're always like, oh, yeah, well, because of Ed, you know, you make all this money and you got all this opportunity. No, all no, I gave him it. was an opportunity. He took advantage so of it. He took advantage of it. People that know me, like, growing up, man, because like I said, I didn't have a lot as a kid. All the, it's blame Ed. The only reason you have, you have is because of Ed, because of Mallory's uncle. Yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah. even her, she's, like, we've been out, of, like, out with friends, and she's like, you guys don't have a clue. You guys could work with my uncle. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. yeah. You know? Right. And, and uh, I don't want to be judgmental to anybody, but a lot of that goes back to jealousy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Know, it, it's yeah, it's absolutely. where a lot of that's. Lot of that's yeah. I mean, I th I'm a firm believer. If you have a good opportunity, it's up to you to take it. I, I, you know, I got what I got because I bust my butt yeah. on a daily yeah. basis. It's not going to be easy. Oh. Nobody's going to go, here you go. Yeah. I mean, I'm super jealous of him because he gets to work with man behind the scenes every day. <laughs> Yeah. That's I'll because I surround myself with good people and him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was getting ready to ask Ed what he thought about, you know, our relation versus him and Brandon's relation, you know, because that they are so much on the same page. Brandon and, listens a lot better. We're going to have to put Well, you, you know what? With us, with us, as much as I consider him one of my best friends, it's almost like 
I almost look at him like the son I never had. It was had. a father-son relationship, yeah. So, I mean, Which, you know, and he gets the same thing from the other end because he's already stated that he didn't have a good father-son relationship growing up. Yeah. So it, it kind of fills a void from both both yeah. directions. And that's definitely what it is. Fact, you know. Yeah, so it's you know, I mean, with you guys, you're you're close enough in age that, you know, and and sometimes that's harder. You know what I mean? Where where he'll he'll kind of you know let up on the throttle a little bit and and listen. Where you guys are kind of coming from the same place, so it's 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 tougher. And that's why it was harder for me with 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 some of my friends as being my extra help. Because oh we're we're buddies, you yeah. know we're we're buddies. I don't have to do that, so it made you know, it we've uh, we've been good friends for what four or five years now. Yeah, and we I don't know we we got a weird relationship, but it's pretty mutual. I mean, we joke around and give each other a hard time and horses. Oh, yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, I respect him and what he does. I yeah. think he respects yeah, me he and what I. Back. Yeah, yeah, right. it's uh, and even with cats, and I don't know, it's 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 odd. Yeah, you know it. Um, I, I have no idea how to describe it. I tell it. you, the luckiest people in the world are the people that have that can surround themselves with people like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like like your relationships with Jason and Aaron and, and Mike Captain. Well, we, we talk about this all the time. We'll go out on a job, tromp through the mud, be the most miserable conditions ever, work there eight hours, have a great time doing it. You know, it, 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 it sucks. It's yeah. work, but yeah. we still enjoy yeah. it. And then we'll yeah. turn around and come back here to the shop, work yeah. another eight hours. You know what I mean? And it's. Yeah, laugh the whole time. Yeah, before you know it, it's midnight, and we got three videos filmed. You know, yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. I think that's the key to life: to find what you want to do. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, like Ed, here's here's what happens in my boat though, because because I, I I am I ain't an operator. I'm I'm just now getting into it. Right. You know, like I love it. I really well, and and it. therefore you will be good yeah. at it because you love it. But I come from a, a family teacher. that's all yeah, right. operators. Right. You know, my dad all the yeah. way back to my uncles, my grandpa. You know, they're all operators. So. Where I, it's unfair for me is I get Michael around my dad, then I'm getting picked on. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is not fair. Easy, right, Ed? Easy pickings. Well, <laughs> I, I it makes for a good video. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm getting Jason, so it's going to yeah. be a, yeah. a yeah. lot more I know more what it feels like to be picked on. Yeah. <laughs> so how long, how long have you guys been had this working relationship now? Uh, six years now, yeah. Six years. Yeah, and, and two years ago. Our work for our biggest customer dried up, and uh, my Caterpillar salesman said to me, hey, this turn, turnpike job's going to be starting, not 10 minutes from where we live, and they're looking for operators. And I said to Brandon, I'm like, hey, we don't have anything. We got nothing. I went to Pittsburgh and bid a job, and we were supposed to be one of three bidders, and there ended up being 30 people there. Ooh. So I'm like, that was our, we were hanging our, our hat on that for our season. It was a big new site build. And I went to him, I said, look, I said, uh, Marty, our salesman, Marty Lindmeyer, greatest cat salesman ever. He, um, he, he came to us and said, hey, they're looking for operators. Uh, I can get you a meeting. I went and had lunch with the owner of this company. And uh, he's like, when can you start? I'd like you to be a superintendent. And I said, I just want to be an operator. Yeah. I've been down the in charge road. Don't want to do it. So set me up with his field guys. I had an interview. Again, they wanted me as a superintendent. Nope. They wanted me to be a foreman. Nope. I want to be an operator. I said, the only way I'm coming is if you bring Brandon on too. They're like, okay. They're like, what can he do? I said, he can do anything you need him to do. They're like, all right, he's hired too. So we went in there and I mean, we made exceptional good money. And it was crazy. People said to us, why would you be going to there? It's only a three-year job. What are you going to do after three years? 
Let me tell you something. Retire. Anybody <laughs> that is thinking beyond three years, God bless you. You can be dead. I, yeah, you can be dead. Anything can happen in three years. I have worked for 12 years not knowing what I'm going to do beyond two weeks. And I managed to keep going because I'm willing to do yep. anything. And keep going and know that I have the talent. <laughs> this to, this to always brings up a, a, a conversation I have all the time that people always assume since you're self-employed, you're rich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've always said there is no doubt in my mind I can make more money working for somebody else than I do myself. Absolutely. If I told you what I made in 50 weeks there, you would say, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Why would you ever quit that job? It's not, it's not the culture that makes you happy, though. No, 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 no. no. I mean, it, Brandon was miserable there. I mean, I, he, 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 was, he was angry and yelling at people every day because he was running <laughs> a concrete crew. Mm -hmm. And people just weren't getting it done. And they're, they're working stupid. And I do not work stupid. And for I me, it really angered me because I mean, I'm 25 years old. Yeah. Telling a 50-year-old guy what to do. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, and they, and they don't want to do it. And they should know better. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but yeah. they don't. Yeah. But Hold another conversation. So we, we left there and came back to doing the cell tower work when that picked up. Uh, but we wanted to give that company a year right. because it's only fair. You know, yep. you don't. You're a man of your commitment. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I felt like a year was a fair, you know, uh, time. So you're back, back doing the cell phone stuff again. Now, where, I mean, somewhere in the midst of all this, like one of you guys had this brainstorm idea to start a YouTube channel. Uh, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about the YouTube yeah. thing. So I'm always. Lately, since I've had uh, had some health issues about a year ago, I've been off that kick for a while now. But yeah. I was trying to get Ed to get employees, you know, grow, 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 yeah. you know. And I really wanted to do something else, you know, like add to the mix. So we were out of town watching YouTube videos, and I called Ed. I'm like, if you don't want to do that, let's do where you do YouTube. Yeah. So that's exactly how it got started. Yeah. And then in the beginning, it was definitely slow. Um, I was with another girl, you know, it was kind of... You know, it wasn't, Ed wasn't fully invested in it. Yeah. You know, it wasn't all in. Um, Ed still did all the comments. I did all the editing, the filming. Ed does some of the filming as well. Kind of that's how it happened. Yeah, you know? if you're going to do YouTube, I highly recommend having somebody to do it with you because it, it, I'll tell you, I don't know how you do it on your own. Each one of you do it on your own because to film, edit, and comment is, is it's a big job. It's one a of the big job. the best things that ever happened, like for our channel, as far as like, when you, Ed met you guys, Ed was like, hey. Yeah, because it was whenever, real. That's whenever he, he finally got fully invested. Uh, yeah. He was like, before he was kind of like, eh, this is kind of. Yeah. I know, yeah. but then I, mean, I, I get, it's hard for me even to this day. If Brandon comes up and wants to smack GoPro on the boom of the excavator and I have to stop for <laughs> a tenth of a second, it aggravates me, yeah. even now. Yeah. Because. And I'll even say to him now, I'm like, get out of, you know, get out of the way, or, or you better use this clip. <laughs> you're stopping me. Yeah, that'll stop me. Yeah, like, yeah. You're not even use that clip. Who cares? Yeah, if right. I don't see this clip in four videos. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but it, it still aggravates because I have such a hard time, just because of my personality and who I am. Um, I'm, I'm so into what I'm doing. It's so hard for me to, to wrap my head around the whole YouTube thing while I'm working, but yet. You know, at the end of the day, I'm like, did, did you get good footage today? <laughs> you know what I mean? When we're all done. That's the point I was going to bring up is that in the heat of the moment, I'm the same way. You don't appreciate the, 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 the yeah. time it took to get it. But then at the end of the day, you do appreciate the Oh, footage. yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I mean, I thank him every day for taking the time because he's got to get out of the ditch. He's moving the camera around and he's working. But you know, you know what, what I mean? It, it's so hard. I give Ed the benefit of the doubt because when Ed kicked Ed out of the picture on a weekend job, 
Yeah. I can kill that. I'll crush that camera before I care about it. And he's crushed four. <laughs> you know, you're double me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's paying for these, Ed? Hopefully not well, you. Well, we, we split them. You know? <laughs> I, I just bought the last one uh, just because he bought the last two, but he broke the last two. Yeah. So. How many have you broken? None. Oh. Listen, YouTube's costing us money. <laughs> yes. Everybody thinks everybody thinks there's all this money in YouTube. Well, I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. Go buy five GoPros. And two laptops. Two, two Apple uh, MacBooks. And yeah. tell, me, tell me how much you're making. And I then mean, decide to start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. All these, all these fancy microphones. I've, I've heard this, some numbers. Is this a list of what not, not to do or how expensive YouTube is? This was a genius idea. Yeah, right, right, right. You're hey, Mike, genius. I know it'll be fun. Hey, Jason, before you move out here, can you set us up, buddy? <laughs> I'll sell you a whole bunch of stuff. Right, right. Exactly. Trailer load, right? So how, how long have you guys been doing YouTube now? Uh, this June 18th will be our two-year anniversary. June 18th, so about a year and a half at the yeah, time we're filming, a year and a half, filming yep. this. Yep. So what, like, what was your expectations going into YouTube? Like, what, what were your goals, or what were you hoping to get out of this? We thing? did not care about the money at all. Uh, our main goal was to. Uh, I mean, you didn't want to be rich and famous. You know what? You know what? I wanted more than anything. So I wanted, I wanted some equipment manufacturer to see what I could do with equipment and be like, that's the guy we want to put on our machine so that the world can see what can be done with it. So here's the trick to this. You got to go to ICUE in Louisville, act like a complete idiot in the equipment manufacturer's booth. And they're like, hey, man, you want a new Draco for a while? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll take it. Mailed it. <laughs> that, that's really what we both agreed that we would, you know, would, would make us feel like it was worthwhile more than anything. Because I'll tell you, there's nobody out there doing what we do with these small machines and filming it anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. um, to the to the, I mean, it, it's it's. Now, for, for me, I feel like the YouTube like now. I feel like in the long run, for me, I wanted to hopefully help younger people because man, where we live. I don't know about here. Everybody frowns upon blue collar work. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, very that's, looked that's down a, upon. That's a very hot, hot button topic. Yeah. yeah. And like, man, I mean, like everybody I know that went to college. Look what they have and look what I have. That's yeah. the way I look at it. And yeah. see, I, I think it's almost sad because I grew up, you know, teachers very, like you're never gonna have anything as a kid. So I kind of walk yeah. around with a chip on my shoulder. So for me, I, that's kind of in the long run. I'm hoping that people see YouTube and know that like- You can do it. You can do it. You can yeah. make a good living yes. than what we do. Yeah. Yes, good you can. Yeah. You, you don't can. say that too loud. Yeah. A lot of competition. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even necessarily have to be doing it for yourself. Yeah. The jobs we had on the turnpike, people would kill for those jobs. Yep. I don't I understand mean, how people don't know what like, a good operator gets paid. Yeah. Because well, that number flabbergasts a lot of people. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh. Not even a good operator, any good school skilled pipe fitter or yeah, welder yeah. or yeah. I was just, yeah, I was just going or The hard flaggers hard. on that job. Yeah. If I yeah. told you what they made. Oh, I know. Oh, it's... It's it's amazing. Yeah, it's so amazing. I, yeah, I think that in the long run, I think I would like that's what I like. Hope young people see me because I don't see a lot of young people out on YouTube. It's, yeah, yeah. There's not the too many young people I know. Yeah, you know, it's like that's doing anything yeah. like besides Ken White. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one I know. And I just pretend anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all smoke and mirrors. So, so you guys have been doing YouTube for a year and a half now. I mean, mm -hmm. so from your expectations in the beginning. 
to where you're at now, like, is it what you thought it was going to be? How have they changed? What's the surprises? What's the, the negatives, the positives? Like, what's your what, – what have you taken away from it in the last year? I, the one the, – the main positive, I mean, I think what has made YouTube all worth it is meeting the people that I've met through YouTube. I mean, there's so many channels that uh, I follow and that, you know, the pe the people are just – the nicest people you ever want to meet. You didn't even realize there was those type of people in this world. Mm -hmm. And then when I met you guys and you guys treated me like you knew me for 20 years. We did. You it was, uh, <laughs> no, we wish it you. was, uh, one of us wishes we knew you about three days. Yeah, before right, that. right. Three make, days make earlier. Two, Please, how, how many good views of us. did you get off that video? Three, three just, days and what? 3,000 miles. I could have got uh, just as many good views off that video with his nose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, with a cab and air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's great about like, man, we live, like you don't find a lot of people that are into what they do. Yeah. Everybody no. just has a job, you know? Yeah. yeah. Besides Ed, you guys are the only people I know, I've ever met that are like, like like what they do. Like yes, they're doing that thing with Wade, taking the tour of the mill. Yeah, we like were just, we were into yeah, very, very him. Passionate about yes, it. and yes. to me that is so it's cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. You don't see too many people that are that in love with what they're doing, and you can mm -hmm. see he's not doing it for the money. Yeah. He is not. I mean, he, we all need money to live, but. He's not doing it for the money. He's doing it for the satisfaction that he gets out of yeah, it. Right. And that, that is everything to me. You know, I don't need to be rich. I think you can be rich in, in, yeah. in what, what you love. I you have know? never in my whole life chased a dollar. Like, I, I chase money to, to make sure that the family's, you know, got a nice place to live and stuff right. like that. Yeah. But I'm, like, my, my ultimate goal is never to say I'm a millionaire or, or no. I've got this status no. symbol. You know, I just... No. My my dad my dad was a penny pincher and saved every dime for retirement and got killed in an accident and never made it. Yeah. So I try to find the yeah. I try to find the happy medium between spending a little bit as you go and enjoying life but then still being responsible and making sure you got something for later, you know. Yeah. And it's um yeah, it's with that being said, it's I I don't care if I got 1 million, 2 million or 20 dollars in the bank when I retire. As yeah. long as I lived a good happy life and Yep. And enjoyed it. That's what I always tell my dad. I'm not looking for any type of inheritance. I, it, like him and my mom on this earth mean more than, to me yeah. than anything. Yeah. And if you guys pass this earth penniless, you win. Yeah, you yeah. earned it. It was yours. Yeah, I, I call that a win. Yeah, so not entitled to anything. Yeah, I would say right. a few years ago I was a money chaser, and yeah. we worked for Pearson man. And like I dreamed about having this car. You know. 19 STI and finally I went out and the entire time I was a kid that's all I could think about is having a race car yeah. and I finally got that race car and didn't even care about it. Yeah. And race from that happy. day forward, care less about money. Yeah. I learned yeah. that money don't buy happiness, man. No. Yeah. You know, but for a long time I could say that I was guilty of that. Yeah. For sure, you know? Yeah. Like, like thinking that could, like, And that comes with youth, you know? You know? I've chased a few dollars every now and then. I leave the window down on the truck, get out, close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, we're, we're, we'll, we've all been guilty of it at some point in our lives. Yeah. But, but I mean, uh, being happy, I mean, I'm 50 years old now. I don't feel 50. I mean, when I get out of bed in the morning, I feel 50. But in my mind, I'm not 50. I still will work with, you know, I'll outwork 20-year-olds every day, all day. Because so, of my mind. Right. Yeah, you're, yeah you're, you're mental take So yeah. as far as... Um, as far as YouTube goes, going back to it real quick, I mean, 
I'm assuming overall it's been a good experience. Yeah, like, would it's you, been great. Like, what would your suggestion be if, you know, X or Z or Joe or Bob comes up to you and, and says, hey, I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel doing the same thing you guys are doing, or, or what was your experience, or, or what would your advice be to them? I would, I would say, uh, I mean, you're not going to lose anything trying it. I mean, That's one thing I've always pointed out. You can film with your phone as long as yeah. you got an email address. Our, our first couple of videos, if you look at our channel and go all the way back to the beginning, it's iPhone videos. Mm -hmm. Right. And, I would, uh, same on my channel. Yeah. My best advice would be genuine. Yeah. Then, be uh, yourself. Yeah. Be yourself. And, and if, if you have a true passion for it, um, you know, people are going to either watch it or they don't. But you have anything to lose. And the people you're going to meet through YouTube – I think is going to be the most rewarding part of it all. I always, I'm always quick to point out that everybody gets something different out of YouTube. Yeah. Um, we got friends, uh, SOT Metalworks, which is Junior and uh, Jamie, and uh, they've been doing YouTube longer than me. Got what, 28, close to 3,000 subscribers. Yeah, around there. Like YouTube statistics and AdSense revenues never been a big thing for them. Right. But they, but their business has has. Uh, greatly gained from it, from the amount of signs they say sell and the uh, community they got involved with. So, YouTube has been very, very, very successful for them, but it's been in a different light than right. what it has been for right. me. Uh, Jason, uh, I think YouTube's been successful for you from some of the connections you made. And I mean, yeah, you're almost, some things that'll come to light probably in the near future. Right. But yeah. Uh, but it's, but again, it's not. Like the success people see on YouTube as far as subscribers, views, and AdSense. Yeah, money, I could give less credit. That's not yeah. been the, that's not no. where YouTube's been successful for you. It's no. been successful in different places. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you've made you've made so many friends through YouTube that you would oh, yeah. wouldn't have otherwise. Absolutely. And 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 we're the same way. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like the same path. Yeah. Oh, I'd never be sitting here. Right. Exactly. Uh, Nor would we. Still not quite sure how I'm sitting here, but you know, I'm <laughs> thankful to be sitting here. And, yeah. and YouTube's yeah. been a completely different ride and success for me. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to have the views and the AdSense and, and, and some of that stuff, but that also allows me to share it with all my friends, yeah. Captain Cleman and yeah. Aaron and you yeah. guys, and uh, that's what that means more to me than than anything oh, you know it, what I mean? it shows Mike I it, mean, it, uh, it means more to me to be able to ride your coattails oh, <laughs> I don't pick my job hey, nope there's he like, has a big coat yeah it's getting hard to drag yeah. no, <laughs> but that's what's fun for me is uh is the is the community aspect of yeah. it you know and and meeting people and you know getting relationships with them and 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 it's so cool to see how people approach stuff differently and how uh, like you go about doing something or even like in different parts of the country how they go about doing stuff yeah. you wouldn't be exposed to that unless you you know right. could make those connections yeah. and do those things yeah. yeah i think youtube's incredible man you can learn yeah. just about anything yeah you know yeah i've learned so much just just to do a specific task in my shop i you know youtube yeah. turn to youtube and, and every, it always blows everybody's mind i talked told you guys about this you know my my neighbor logger wade he's done youtube for seven eight nine years I, I don't I lose track a long time mm -hmm. and uh he's been on me to do youtube and i i didn't watch a whole lot of youtube until he finally convinced me to do one the only reason i started watching youtube was to kind of see like what makes a successful video what don't what's out there and then right i told wade i said i, I think i only subscribed to him like two years ago you know? <laughs> <laughs> but um th that's always my biggest piece of advice to him too is is before you start filming and posting like kind of everybody knows what their style is mm -hmm. and there's somebody on youtube that may be doing something totally different than you 
but what's their style? Like what, what makes yeah. those videos successful? Yeah. What makes them flow? What makes them do this? What makes them do that? You know, it's just like anything else. If you want to be successful at it, you got to put the time and the research and the effort into yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, if, and if you do all that and, and you can't gauge your success off subscribers and views, you know yeah. what I mean? There's, uh, it, it may go down a totally different route for you and you got to be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, so is what it is, but, um, What's what's been your experience with YouTube down there, Mr. Well, Manbot? Hold on, before you get him going, I want to know why has he been so quiet? I, I well, what we what, what everybody don't know during this podcast is he had to actually leave and rescue a van out of a lake, and he is now back. So I'm back now, Did and you bring I'm a like, uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, I wonder if they talk about this. I wonder if they talk about that. You know, because uh, you know, I, I was me and Ed were talking, and it's like when I first got started in YouTube. To be honest, I was the same boat Michael was in, and this wasn't that long ago. Right. And I was like, I got on YouTube, but it was always, if I was changing an alternator on a Mitsubishi or, you know, something that right. I ain't ever done before. Yeah. And, you know, you can set it up on the motor yeah. and start doing it step by step, exactly. which I thought was real neat. Yeah. And, you know, I got in the line of helping him and doing his line of work, which I was pretty green at it. And I actually got to know him and was helping him out a little bit before YouTube, but then once YouTube got going, you know, I can't explain his jobs right. the way he's doing it as good as what he could. I mean, I, I wouldn't even be close to doing it. But then getting into welding and stuff, I can explain it. And the thing is, is, is there's many different ways to weld. It's just which way you feel comfortable welding. Do you like to pull? Do you like to push? Do you drag? Do you hold it straight in? It's just... There's so many ways to do it right. that there's no, I can't sit here and, and people ask me why I weld this way or why I weld that way. And I love these questions. I love getting these questions because you can ask Michael, even on his channel, I love the comments. I always get on the comments. Yeah. I, that's one of my favorite things is, is actually yeah. getting with interaction, people. Right. Yeah, the interaction. Yeah. But, you know, I'll get the questions all the time and I tell them, I'm, hey, that's, it's straight up no wrong answer. People say, no, you have to do it this way or no, you have to do it this way. It, there is no wrong way. It's just what feels right it's for you. It's what feels right for you. Yeah. Hilly arc welding, once we get into doing a little bit more of that, then there's different styles you do, but people are like, no, you just got to keep pushing wire in and just run straight over it. No, you, there's not, it's not the only way. You can, yeah. you can do the C's, you can do the circles, you can dab. There's so many different ways, but I, I, that's what I try to show is what I prefer to do in my videos, why right. I do it this way, or, you know, that's just my opinion. This is what I like to do. And, and some people take it and they love it. They respond back with me and say yeah we did it that way it was it's awesome i like doing it like this or whatever so i i really love the comments i, I mean that's one yeah. thing i interact with um it's like we did a live feed um it's real hard trying to stay caught up and especially i even on a computer screen trying to stay caught up with the comments oh, yeah, um that yeah. i wish so i always got to go back after yeah. it's over yeah, we get done with the live I feed. I think Aaron reads every comment on my channel and his channel. Yeah, yeah I do. Every, I, well, he was which, saying which is after thousands. the live feed last night, he, he went home and watched it. Yeah, yeah I, I did. I, I went home and then I was going back through it. and <laughs> You know, I'll see which mic was popping, which mic was cracking, yeah. which ones were quiet. But, you know, I, I go back to see and see if there's ways of improving or what, what we could do. But then I read the comments, get in the comments. And, and a lot of times I see when I go back on a live feed and I'm reading these comments, and, and it's something that I, I – I, I want to apologize to the people that we don't get to every comment, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm hoping they understand that 
we can't answer every comment because it's like they all bombard us at once. You have 20 yeah. comments come in, and then you're trying to play cat and mouse, and you're yeah. trying to stay caught up. And, yeah. and if you went back to do every one of them questions that were asked, I don't think you could finish one in a night. Yes, yeah, you'd be there the next morning. Yeah. So, so I I, YouTube also has an issue, and I want to make sure I make this clear, that um, when people reply to a comment, we don't get a notification. Well, we do get a notification, but you actually have to go back to the video and go back to back the comment. It, it's not the same notification. It's not the same notification of, uh, for people who don't do YouTube, we got what they call a YouTube studio app. Mm -hmm. and it takes every video you have and it takes every comment you've got and it puts it in order. So you can just go down through, it don't matter what video it is or what, what, uh, what video is or where it's at in line, you just go down through there and answer comments. Well, if somebody replies to a comment, you actually have to go back and find that comment. Mm -hmm. And that's very difficult to do. Now, they do send you a notification if somebody replied to it, and it'll pop up on our phone. But if you don't click on it right then and there, yeah. you'll never see it. And, and if I see one of those pop up, I usually try to click on it. But I know I miss a lot of replies because yep. there's, there's just no good way for us to go back to search and categorize it. I hope that's an improvement YouTube makes at some point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one thing that I try to do is my last two videos, I try to keep up with all the comments on them. And then that's it. I mean, anything from years ago or something like that. See, if I, I try and do every... I, I still I do. care if you watch our first video, but... I still get comments on my first video yeah. weekly. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, if it pops I, up I've, count, I've commented on videos that you've done two years ago. How you and you And you do? <laughs> you know, yeah. you at least like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't want to get too far off base here, but we got Officer Hoover sitting here with us, and he's got a totally different social media platform that's extremely successful, and you've got... Quite a bit of different experience with that. You want to elaborate on that? Any at all? Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, uh, with what I do in the, the department, everything, I'm not able to jump on the YouTube bandwagon, so to say. So, um, so if anybody's listened to been to the DOTB or Woodward and go, "This is crap," I agree. It is. It is. It's it's, it's not the stuff that I I want to be doing, but. Uh, but no, you go to you know Facebook, and Facebook's been really successful for for what I try to do, and and you know trying to cut through. And what a lot of people don't don't see is the red tape I've got to jump through, and the daily daily things I've got to do. You know, when when you've got superiors got to answer to, and and they're like, well, I'd, I'd much rather you describe this cup, this can is blue, and this. Yeah, but I'm wanting to talk about the dent or why it's leaking, or you know, well, we'd rather you talk about this and. What's and so frustrating for me is, that. is from the outside looking in is you are trying to provide yes. service for yes. the country, basically. Yeah. Uh, trying to provide a service for almost like the country. And and the reason I wanted to bring you into this is you get just get nailed with all these false, rude, uncalled for comments. Yeah. And and that's been the, the hardest part. I think you know me. I've um, that's what's so I, difficult I'm for me so, is I do I'm, know you. I, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I, and I hate to say, oh, just let it roll off your back. Well, I, I put so much effort into this and, and I, you know, just like what, what Ed's saying, you know, getting so passionate about right. the one thing and, yeah. and, you know, having the thing, I'm just so passionate about what I'm doing and it, it, and it does. And, and there for a while I was getting to the point, you know, 
I'd be in a bad mood, and a wife would be like, "I'm gonna have to take your phone away." Well, you know, I, well, I, mean, I know, I, I know, I you've get, called and reached out to me a yeah, few it, times, it, and and, just, and I appreciate that because I'm I'm one of those I gotta call and talk about it, and there's been plenty of times over Voxer, I'm like, "Listen to this jerk," you know, <laughs> "Listen to the stupid crap he's saying." If he only knew, and and even then, I've reached out to some of these people and been like, "Do you even know what what you're talking about?" You right. know, and then when I get the chance to explain to them a little bit and go here's here's what i'm ultimately trying to do or or i get it three years ago in in nebraska you had a dot guy that was just crappy to you i'm sorry mm -hmm. that happened but that's not me exactly. that's exactly. not what i'm trying right. to you cannot show. say that every dot officer it's, is going to be it, the same way exactly i've had and, some that have been great and yeah. i've had others that haven't been not every youtube operator exactly. is andrew yeah, it, it, it's just, I mean, so you can't, you can't say that every, every person out there that does your job it, is going right. to, is going to be one it, way. Exactly. You and can't. I, and I think, and you guys get that from the YouTube, you know, whether whatever you're doing they're oh, well, you should dig a hole like this or do it like this. And it's like, yeah. but what I'm, you know, what I'm trying to show people is that, you know, and, and, and I've had people hit me up on my thing and they're like, man, you know, you're really raking dirt perfect through the coals. And it's like. No, he he understands what I'm doing. If if or or like you know standing here, oh hose is rubbing shaving. That's just what I do. Yeah. You know right. where where you're you're looking at poor Brandon going. Well, you could have done that three yeah. seconds faster exactly. than this. I'm looking at it going. That's just what I do. Right. That's right. that's you what can't I not see. It. That's that's what I enjoy. You know. Yeah. So when I I get those inspectors that they'll oh well you know this and I'm like yeah but. Look at that! Yeah. The tire is bald, you know, and yet you're picking over a damn marker light. It's yeah. like, come on, yeah. think about what's going to impact the real outcome, the safety factor yeah. of things, and and just trying to share that with the general public and and get those guys that it's like, believe it or not, I'm on your side of things. I want yeah. I want you to go home safe at the end of the night. I want you know my family's out there, your family's out yeah. there, but. It, it's like I'm not doing this to pick, and and yeah, I agree. Yeah, the FMCSA's got a crap ton of things they could do better. Yeah, but we got to work with one of which they forever. could do is putting that information out there, right? Which you're trying it, it, exactly, to do. and that's and then, and then yeah, then there's those days where I I I'm battling my side of the things, and I'm sure anybody that's really followed Facebook in the last six or seven months i've not really been able to do much but when you you get kicked in the gut a couple times you kind of go yeah. you know what i don't want to approach that yeah. so i'm just going to back off a little bit but, so uh, a but couple yeah. things real quick one your facebook page is the indiana cved commercial yeah. motor vehicle in, enforcement indiana state police commercial vehicle enforcement division and they're, they're, i didn't get to pick the name i was just told okay it's live yeah, there right. and i'm like ah. and there is a tremendous amount tremendous amount of good information on there yeah and if anybody messages that facebook page it goes directly right here. directly to his in phone fact, i'm sure if you were watching this the whole time i got a guy you know he's sent me pictures of a skitter like hey how's this look uh, not good. <laughs> why, why? Well, look at the. It, if, but you how know. cool is that that he can actually but, send it and get, you know, get. Yeah, that's. that's you know, because I was sitting here the whole time drawing circles. I'm like, <laughs> you got a bent link. And he's like, what? I don't see it. Which one? Well, this one, this one, this one. What do I need to do? Well, you need to you get him a chain. chain. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> of, of, but but that's what I I really enjoy. You know, some people would be like, well, you're just being a jerk. You're. you're but then again, the people that truly know me 
know that your intentions. I'm not trying to be. I I just want to see him do it right. Or or there's been so many times I've had those roadside classrooms where, um, you know, and you were kind of talking about training the new. You know, I try to do the same thing roadside. I yeah. get a driver, and I've had the perfect situation. I go walking up and go, hmm, something's just not jiving. Hey, bud, have you ever had any training on this? And I had one guy go perfectly. I mean, he was dead straight on us. He goes, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> he goes, I, I've been a, I, I've started driving six years ago when the economy tanked. I had to switch jobs, became a driver. I've been doing drive-in. And in the last six months, this local company hired me to haul heavy machines. And I have no clue. And, um, and you know, and, and there's two ways you can look at it. All right, I can write this guy a ticket. I can do this and do this, make my quota for the day and be done. But I'm like, no. We sit there for three hours yeah, and went over equipment and went through the cheat sheets that I made on how to improve equipment. I'm sure I've sent, you know, Mike, the three-page document. Most of it's my equipment circled what not to do. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you know. One thing but, I'd like to chime in, Chris, yeah. I think I uh, personally have a CDL. I had the opportunity to go and get tested for free. Somebody offered to teach me and not have to pay. And I think the best thing I could have done is go to school and learn the right laws and how to do it. Which is what you did. Well, it was five, $6,000 and it couldn't have been a better thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I had the, the same experience. Um, you know, about a year and a half ago, I, I knew a guy that had a few trucks and was sitting in the shop one day talking and said, yeah, I'd love to get my CDL just so I could say I have been in your shoes. I've been behind the wheel. I sat there on the test. I was, you know, I got downgraded for, or, you know, the. CDL tester jumped my butt for not do, downshifting well enough and all that. Right. And, you know, I've been there. Yeah. I've got the Class A CDL to prove it. That's just how passionate I am about what I do so that, you know, when I am talking to that, that and, and that's just what's frustrating is I, there's just so much more I wish I could do. Yeah, hands get tied. Well, yeah. A lot of cops yeah. are very open to helping people with CDL. Like our local state police, we need help. We went down yeah. there and that guy sat there and looked at our truck, told us what was wrong. And, and put a sticker on it. Stood a sticker on it. Yep. Yep. Hey, yeah. Uh, I got a that. truck that may have some stuff wrong that could use a sticker. <laughs> 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 Just saying. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, I always Big orange sticker. No, not right the orange one. We need the green one. I mean, that, that guy green. gave me his card that I carry it with me and said, and if you ever have any problems, give me a call. That, I mean, he's like, I'm here to help. That's what I love to hand out. I'm here to help. There is no other officer I know that will spend the money on a thousand business cards and plan to go through them. Yeah, I mean, the DOT stuff, like, yeah, it's, it's tough. But the thing is, how many people don't follow the laws? And right. that's why we have them. In, yeah. in, you know? in a perfect situation, you know, like I was teasing Mike earlier about knowing the codes. But is that something you're required to know? You know, when Mike gets when you're up, friends when with the you DOT guys officer, get up, yes. you're... you're you're thinking about okay i gotta go dig this job i gotta worry about is my equipment oiled is something gonna do, 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 do? and then you know surprise <laughs> let's check your load securement and, yeah. and like what you were you were saying last night oh, i don't have time for this i got concrete trouble yeah. on me <laughs> right. so right. you know there's a big difference in us as inspectors we need to realize that you're not the swifty truck driver that's hired to yeah. drive right. so yeah. so there should be a different level of expectations yes. here not saying that right not that we have to do it less that you can cut corners and right. all that i'm not saying that but right. 
but that you know that level of your your responsibility and what you're thinking about that day is just totally different. Yeah. So we've got to approach that differently. Yeah. And I think you know, and I'm sure if anybody's listened to podcast when me and Mike had our first encounter, that was I could see okay, you know. He's trying to do things right. Let's capitalize on this. I was putting yeah. effort forward, and I had the right attitude. Yeah. That's what it right. comes and down to. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and if, if you get pulled over by a cop, if you're doing something wrong, that cop knows it right, right off the bat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, so, I've never been pulled over by a cop and been hassled because I wasn't doing anything wrong. I, yeah. I have. And I, yeah. that's, a, that's a whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 but but there was a whole bunch we could multiple talk times. About. I'm sure Mike was a little sarcastic with y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, know. Mike. <laughs> I'm gonna rob <laughs> this place now. You know whose property you own, buddy? And then 20 minutes later, I'm in handcuffs, going, "What the hell? But no, what happened? happened? Yeah. But, I can tell you how I, I got I got a lot of and I have the utmost respect for law enforcement. I don't want to get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know that. Um, I don't want to get that out there, but uh, it, it, just in excavating and, and anything, there's good ones and there's bad yeah, ones. Yeah, and absolutely. I've had my, I, I wouldn't even call them bad cops. They were not bad cops, but they, um, uh, I'm, I'm not even going to go there. That's a whole nother, whole nother He's had a difference of opinion. <laughs> There's quiet ones. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are not the quiet one here. <laughs> I think I think Logger Wave must have wore you out last night. He did. <laughs> I think that was still hats, really. But yeah, it's hey. yeah. But he's like, like, anyways, I gotta to, be uh, more focused. <laughs> to, to, to wrap this one up, you know, it's one question we always get all the time. We'll just go around the table here. Like, we all get the negative comments. Like, we'll start with Jason. Like, what's your take on them? How do you deal with them? What, how do you process them? Negative comments? Negative. I screenshot them and send them via Voxer to Captain Kleeman, and we laugh about them. <laughs> then Captain Kleeman goes on and comments uh, on the comments. I, yeah. I, I will vouch that's true because I've been involved in a few of those, <laughs> few of those screenshots back and forth. Uh, I, you know, I get them on a daily basis. I'm not going to pretend like I don't. And every once in a while, I get one that cuts pretty deep that's like, you know, that's a low blow, and you know it's a low blow. Um, I still always usually respond to them, just mostly out of entertainment purposes. Yeah. But, yeah, and I've done that before. Yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've seen him do that. Yeah. For, fortunately, I've got so many just awesome, awesome subscribers. Usually those guys get to him before I ever do. Yeah. Right. And, and, yeah. and take care of it, and I just go through and hard them all, and, and that's just my way of saying thank you. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't want to sound cocky, I don't want to sound arrogant, but these comments, from what I show you on video, there is no way you can have that strong opinion about what I did because you don't have enough information. Yeah. So right. you're just making an absolute ass out of yourself for no particular reason. You know, just like right. the guy says, well, I can't believe you never grease your equipment. Who the hell wants to watch me grease my equipment? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. <laughs> it's, you know, you never checked oil. Do you want me? I mean, seriously, I'm not checking, putting, checking oil on. Captain Kleeman always does. Yeah, well, because yeah, Captain Kleeman only works three days a week and he spends eight hours filming. But anyways, <laughs> but that, that's kind of my take on it is it, it's, it's part of it. I'm not going to say it don't bother me, but it's 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 like it's just it's entertainment. It's honestly entertainment because they are so far off base yeah. and so far out of check of reality. So many times, yeah. Um, I just laugh at them. I mean, I just I just straight up laugh at right. them and, and and move on. So you're probably received the most out of all of us. Um, you got what forty five or fifty thousand people on your Facebook page. 
and you'll make a post and have 60 or 70 negative comments oh, just bam just bam and and that like i said i i i am cursed with carry you know i kind of joke i'm such a big guy because i needed the big broad shoulders <laughs> for all the crap that i gotta that deal with but no and and it's thankfully kind of like what you were saying i've got enough positive people that are following me for the right reasons and know me for what i'm trying to do that they tend to and and unfortunately in a situation where there's plenty of times i would love to uh tell them just to f off but i've got to be yeah. You know, and you're and a little the, bit of a disadvantage because you're actually the department's yes, channel, not yes, your personal they, channel. And they're like, "Oh, anything you say or do will reflect it." Be, but, yeah. but a lot, some of them just come, come ride along with me, come walk in my shoes for a day, instead of saying I'm just some dumb revenuer that's out here just writing tickets. Which that's that just oh that rubs my butt. <laughs> It went, well, you're just a revenuer. You're just out there writing a ticket. You're just out there. It's like you've been here two seconds, you've made an opinion, and you've not even done any of your research. So right. until you research and find out who Which I goes am. back to there's, and what there's, I'm no, there's to no way your comment can have any validation because you, you, you have so little information to go off yeah. of. Mm-hmm. You know. I always feel bad people that can't sit there and have to write a negative comment. I mean, yeah. yeah, right. Well, yeah. I, I feel sorry for a lot of them is because they have no idea the resource yeah. they have at their fingertips. Yeah. And they yeah. just blow it off. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, But I'm sure you guys are big enough now on YouTube. You've got your fair share of some yeah, negative I mean, comments. That, that one video that Brandon put up of his uh, weekend job was probably where I got uh, hit. Got your hit, YouTube hit awakening? Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And, yeah, that's something that people, like, Ed's hard on me, but. I mean, I, you can't see the real Ed and I through yeah. a YouTube video. Yeah. You just can't, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Ed Dud, that's done for me in my life, the person I became. Yeah. I mean, just because he said something to me to try to make me a better person. Yeah. Can't give negative Yeah, I mean, I, I, anybody that's become anything in life has had that. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah. my father was hard as can be on me yeah. from the time I was little on up. But it made me the man I am today. You know, my dad taught me how to fish and taught me how to fish well. And I, I you know, every chance I get, I still to this day thank him for that. Yeah. Because, I, again, I wouldn't be the man I am today if it was not for my father. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for Ed holding me to a higher standard, I, I mean, you could ask my mom this. My mom will tell you that. Yeah. It would be a totally, that'd be a different place, you know. Yeah. wouldn't be where I'm at today. You know? Yeah, and I, I've, got, I've got a lot of people in my life the same way, you know, my... Grandpa was a big influence on me. He was self-employed and kind of a driving member of the community. And, and in my parents as well, you know, the work ethic of the family has been there from day one. So, but uh, where, where are you at on, you're the, you're the comment king down there on the end. <laughs> I mean, look this face. How can there be a negative comment? <laughs> Have you ever got a negative comment? A negative comment? Um, yeah, I've had a few. I've, I've had a few. Not near as bad. Whenever I want to see the bad comments about me, I go over to Dirt, per- per- Dirt Perfect's page, <laughs> start true. going through his comments, true. and I do find plenty on his page. Yeah. So usually I come back with a pretty good one for him. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of play along, something to make me laugh. Yeah. And then I know I had one guy, he just kept commenting back, and then it just, uh, you know, I was getting a kick out of it. I was like, It always cracks me up. But, um, I'll use Aaron for an example and my intro music for an example. 
like Aaron will show back up in a video and there'll be like a thousand comments. Oh, so glad Aaron's back. Enjoy the banter. You guys have an awesome dynamic and, mm-hmm. you know, just boom, boom, boom. Or my new intro. Love the new intro. The new intro is awesome. Love the family. Love this. You always got one guy in there somewhere in the middle. I hate it. Yeah. yeah. You suck. Yeah. Aaron it's talks like, too much. Get yeah. rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New, yeah. new intro yeah. music is horrific. Yeah. So I'm like, you have a diesel engine. Now, now we need what, to get rid of that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, do you not read? Like, do you not see you're the minority here? Yeah. You know? yeah. Right. Like, right. Yeah. That's why I was showing respect because I get negative comments like that and I didn't want to, I mean, steal the show. I, I was going to stay over here and be quiet for yeah. a change. I hope everybody notices that. Yeah. <laughs> He's been being a good boy. I don't know. Ursula's really been adjusted his mic button down. He's probably been over there talking all the time. He just turns He's it up. Here. Yeah. Uh, but no, guys, enjoy the hey. sit down talk. Hope you guys enjoyed it, Ed and Brandon. Thanks for, for traveling guys. in. Yeah. And yeah. It's been, yeah. a pl- been a pleasure making. Uh, you guys, friends, for sure. Yeah, we, well, we've enjoyed having you. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Well, uh, you ready, to, you ready yeah. to move down? You see what happened first? <laughs> well, see, <laughs> you know what? We've been looking around. There's like two cell towers in this entire area. So <laughs> we go broke quick. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I got a long story about that. State police. Yeah. Going around the table real quick, just making sure everybody knows, we got uh, Aaron Boom, man behind the scenes there on the end, Ed and Brandon, full tilt grading, Officer Hoover. Um, you're on YouTube, DLT Bear Woodworking, but also on Facebook with the Indiana Seabed page. Uh, myself, Dirt Perfect, and Mr. Works a lot. So, hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next Thanks one. Thanks for watching, Later, guys. guys.